Hello and welcome. I am Dr. Lara May, a clinical pharmacist specializing in functional medicine, as well as a certified yoga teacher and Reiki master. I run a truly integrative health coaching practice, encompassing functional medicine lab testing, yoga and meditation, and a sprinkling of Reiki energy medicine. Join me here on Light Body Radio to break through your health plateau and come into alignment with your natural vitality. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Light Body Radio. I am your host, Dr. Lara May, and I am excited this week to bring you the energy of the summer solstice, and we just had a new moon and an eclipse. This new moon marks the end of the Gemini moon cycle and the beginning of the Cancer moon cycle. And so new moons are a great time to set your intentions to bring in new vibrations and um, release what no longer served you in the last moon cycle and bring in what's new and get deliberate and again intentional with what you want to bring in. And so we are going to be feeling the effects of this new moon for the next month being that we're now in the sign of cancer and the energy from this eclipse will last for six months bringing with it energy of possibility. So this is the perfect time to start something new. And the new moon symbolizes new beginnings and when you look at old goals and set new ones. It's a good time to contemplate your life and where you are. And the meaning of the new moon in general is to start anew and refresh your dreams and desires. So it's a time of magic and it's a time of manifestation. Working with moon cycles can be a powerful way to infuse ceremony, to, um, again, uh, give yourself tools to reflect on your life and to release what no longer serves and to bring in new things. So there are several new moon ceremonies that you can do, and um, these can help you begin a new project, start a new routine, make a fresh start. One of them is... Well, in general, creating a ritual, you want to set an intention, maybe write down your wishes, or maybe you have multiple intentions, and then light a white or silver candle, and imagine or visualize yourself moving to this new direction, moving towards whatever you are wanting to manifest in a joyful and powerful way. And spend a few moments breathing in this energy of this new reality and making it more tangible. This can be part of your daily meditation practice for the next month. And this can also help manifest it and bring it into your reality um, even faster. So that's just a little bit about uh, the new moon. And now I want us to go into the uh, powerful energy of the summer solstice. And so Once we see this, how um, these energies of both the summer solstice and the new moon work with each other, you can, if you've been feeling a little overwhelmed energetically or really tired or uh, maybe anxious or on edge, it could be because you are feeling these powerful energies that are swirling around us right now. 
And so just be gentle with yourself. Take some time to relax or take some time to do some yoga, meditate, get out into nature, and especially right now with summer. The summer solstice marks the high point of the year of the soul. And for a brief time during the solstice, all four planes of life are aligned with the physical. The spiritual, mental, astral, and etheric are all aligned. And because of this, there is a more direct flow of spiritual energy available to us within this physical plane. It is a time that provides opportunity to bring together the phases of our spiritual growth and to reflect on them, how far we've come, maybe what more we need to do or work on. It's a time in which separateness can yield into unity in many areas of our life. And it is experienced most strongly when you are out in nature. So I really encourage you to get outside and be in nature and as much as you can and in any way possible. So the summer solstice is a time when the forces of nature reach the peak of their annual cycle. And these forces of nature stir their magnificent play within our lives. So you'll maybe feel a lot that's stirred up. And the keynote here is transformation, transformation and transmutation. And just thinking about those two words, to me, brings up a lot and stirs up a lot. Because if you think about something transforming, it is totally changing from one state to another. And transmutation is something going maybe from physical into etheric, or if we're going to talk about like on the, like in terms of like chemistry or physics, then it would be like going from a solid to a gas, for example. So the energies available to us at this time of year really facilitate communion with our angelic guides, our spiritual guides, our nature guides. And it's a time also of blending the male and the female within us for greater expression and um, higher communication, more continuous, more, um, more, more, more unity. That's what I'm looking for. So right now we are in the sign of cancer, which also, um, if you look at that little sign, um, the astrological like emblem of cancer, you can see that it is also a, a physical picture of blending. And the winter was a time of stimulation of the feminine, and the spring is a time of stimulation of masculine, and so the summer is the time when we bring the two together, and we give birth to what has been residing within each of us during these uh, separate times. And so it is time for us to ascend into a new form of life expression and really embrace the rhythms of nature and the rhythms of the light and the dark and the male and the female within us. Some people call this a time of mystic marriage, linking the male with the female or bridging the pineal with the pituitary. So the crown and the brow chakras so that we may bring in new realizations of our true essence forward into our minds and into our life. So if we understand and access this properly, these natural impulses will stimulate tremendous creativity and illumination. And so, again, we are just in the beginning of summer, but 
we looking forward, we will see that autumn will release these forces of purification and preparation. And then winter releases the forces of love with the feminine. So think about it as a cycle. And this is a cycle that we are privileged enough to partake in every single year. And so we can come back and revisit um, these forces and revisit the impacts on our life and the influences in our life. And, you know, again, we can look at how we've changed, how we've grown. Uh, maybe sometimes we've gone into hiding. Um, but whatever it is, we're bringing light and beauty and vision into this time with compassion and not judgment, but with the intention of renewal. And again, the summer solstice is the longest day of the year, so it is the most light. So where are we shining light into our lives, into our souls, into our beings? So in the quest of the spiritual student, which if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure a lot of you are, there calls for a necessity of alignment and attunement, not only to the energies of an entire incarnation, which would be our lives now, but also into the individual yearly cycles. And within this attunement and this cycle, it is necessary to achieve higher initiation, to achieve that awakening, to achieve that ascendance and that growth. And so by attuning to these mysteries and their rhythms throughout the year, it brings with it the physical and spiritual energies into alignment. And we can use that alignment for more illumination, more revelation, and more um, unfolding and vision into the unfolding. For those of us that choose to align with the rhythms of the seasons, the summer solstice can trigger a time when much can be accomplished. And maybe you feel this anticipation, this quickening of the energy. And um, sometimes that can bring with it a little anxiety. But I think a lot of it, um, for me, it's like a level of excitement with that anticipation. So it can awaken great spiritual inspiration and can stimulate the development of your vision of spirits on other planes. There can arise greater opportunity to link up with others who are like-minded and also involved in these spiritual conquests. There will also manifest opportunities to create harmony and unity in various areas of your life. And there could also arise a revelation of the path that will lead to a higher initiation of your own abilities ahead. There's also an increase and a greater opportunity to work and commune with the nature kingdom. And this time releases energies that manifest opportunities for confidence, strength, and hope. The summer solstice provides opportunities to balance all of the elements of earth and the physical body. And there occurs a general expansion of the faculties and intuitive energies of yourself. And it is the ideal time to renew the mind and attune to the highest realms through emerging at the brow and the crown chakras, which I mentioned earlier, uh, signify the male and the female forces within you. And this will ultimately awaken the opportunity to become a channel of light, which we all are on different levels, but it can amplify 
this ability and this um, opportunity and potential within you. So I mentioned earlier that now we are in the sign of Cancer. And Cancer is the mother sign of the Zodiac. It is the sign for manifesting the new waters of life. It is a sign for giving birth to a new polarity, an expression of polarity. And of course, since we have incarnated on this earthly plane, part of that soul contract is polarity. So the two swirls that compromise the glyph for uh, the sign of cancer can again reflect the blending of the male and the female into a new expression. Easter and the vernal equinox or the spring equinox brings with it lessons of death and rebirth. But once balanced, then the process of the blending can begin. And this is reflected within the sign of Cancer, which follows Gemini, of course. As the sun enters the sign of Cancer, there is a stimulation of varying intensities of a new expression of the divine within. And this stimulates stimulation affects people differently and differently according to the sensitivities that you've developed. And so you might feel it again as anxiousness, overwhelm, but could also be excitement and anticipation. These processes are also symbolic of generation and regeneration as the new energy manifestation um, comes up within our lives. The moon, which rules cancer, affects everyone most strongly on a physical level at this time of year, which at this time is the new moon. That's why I said we will be experiencing and feeling this new moon for the next month. Most people respond to this lunar influence involving themselves in new physical activities. The moon is a symbol of, of the physical energy of generation. So if you are engaged or wanting to engage in a creative or artistic in, endeavor, you will be greatly inspired at this time of year. There are three planets which are associated with cancer and esoteric astrology. The primary effect of Jupiter, Jupiter has ties to the aspect of soul awareness within us that helps us to bridge the physical and the spiritual. It increases, expands the energies of the etheric body and thereby opening the individual to greater vision and inspiration. The more we attune ourselves to these rhythms, the greater the effect is upon us. And they are heightened through our connection to nature. The esoteric ruler of the sign of cancer is Neptune. And Neptune is a planet of initiation. When the sun enters this sign, the influence of Neptune and the energies of initiation can be attuned to and invoked with one's life. The influence of Neptune is felt by all, although it is not usually consciously recognized. As Neptune is the planet of regeneration, and those who are capable of undergoing new birth will feel the pull of initiation. Neptune is a planet associated with the sea, the influence of these three planets and the angelic hierarchy that works through them has been de described extensively, both in literature and in scripture. The archangels associated with the planets of this sign also provide insight. Gabriel is the archangel of the moon. He is also the ruler of the season that begins with the opposite sign, Cancer, which is Capricorn in the winter. Ariel is the governor of the summer season, but Ariel is also known to work through the influence of the planet Jupiter to awaken the soul qualities of inspiration within humanity. In the Gnostic tradition, it is the Christ who is most associated with Neptune, the esoteric ruler of cancer. Working through the influence of Neptune, 
The Christ works to simulate the divine feminine into greater and purer expression in all people. Cancer is also the sign of the Madonna, a woman with the moon under her feet and with the crown of 12 stars. It is also the sign of the prodigal son, the return to new birth and to new expression of the divine. Cancer is the sign of birth and the principal feminine sign of the zodiac. The cherubim are the angelic beings also associated with this sign. They are the guardians of the sacred places upon the planet and to all the sacred waters of life. The sacred places have been called by many names, such as the Holy Grail, the Holy of Holies, the Ark of the Covenant. Cherubim guard these sacred places, and they also guard the places we must learn to build within ourselves and within all expression of our energies by becoming pure of heart. It is the task which is most accessible to us at this time of year. So as the sun moves through the rest of summer, it is the task of the students of nature to maintain the equality of polarity. And this is accomplished through self-authority and self-triumph. And this is the season that enables us to prepare for the rhystic for the rite of mystic marriage within the inner temple of the soul. Another way that you can align with the rhythms and energies of the summer season is by reading and even meditating on different myths, tales, and stories that reflect these energies. So I want to give you a list of things that you might want to um, look into, read, or again, maybe meditate on. Um, One of my favorites is Shakespeare's Midsummer Night's Dream. You can also uh, read the biblical tales of the Ascension of Jesus. There are Greek tales of Theseus. Uh, There's the New Testament story of the marriage feast at Cana. There are African tales of the Mirimi giants who ate people. Another Greek tale of Jason and the quest for the Golden Fleece. The Native American tale of the White Buffalo Woman. The Chinese tales of Quan Yin. Another Native American tale of the Changing Woman. The English tale of Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. The European tale of Cinderella. The German tale of the Goose Girl. The Native American tale of Deer Hunter and White Corn Maiden. The Chinese tale of the Magic Pear Tree. Here's another Native American tale of how men and women got together. That's in quotes. Or any really tales of fairies, marriage, and following your dreams. These are all beholds the energies of summer. So I hope this episode this week has brought you a little enlightenment about what you can look forward to, maybe about ways that you can merge the energies of the new moon with the summer solstice to your advantage, to put these energies into deliberate intention and deliberate work for yourself, to make a fresh start, begin a new project, start a new routine, commune with nature, excuse me, expand on your intuitive abilities, expand on incarnating divine light into your life every day, and to really um, reflect the divine out into our lives and the lives of everyone we meet. 
to overcome your lower self and to express the higher and the easiest and best way possible. So I, again, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope there was something in it that you can take away and implement into your life today and over the next three months of the summer season. And let me know if you have any questions or comments. I uh, always love to um, hear your experience of these episodes. And coming up, you'll be hearing more about this, but I'm going to be teaching a class with my coach and also my colleague, Anne Deidre. She is an intuitive healer, teacher, and speaker. And we are going to be uh, giving a six-week course about um, creating your divine business and creating a divine entrepreneurial energy in yourself. So keep an eye out for more emails and marketing material from me about that. And if that sounds like something you're interested in or you're feeling the call, you're curious about, we're going to be hosting a free call so that you can learn more and see if it's something that sounds up your alley that you might want to uh, sign up for and commit a little deeper to. So again, I hope you had a fabulous summer solstice, new moon and eclipse, and I look forward to sharing and speaking with you more in the next coming weeks. Namaste.